0: Sports Pick Six releasing this podcast on Saturday, January 30th. Brad Dalius, Jerry Skelton, the president of AIM System. We've got college basketball action today, Jerry. The senior bowl kicks off as well at 2:30. Plus, we got to talk about that largest Super Bowl bet to date being placed on Thursday night on the Bucks. Big one there. We got to talk about it. Hey, we're rolling here on a Saturday morning. How are we doing?
1: Uh, life is good. Uh, aim dot live is where you can find me, what my guys are on and a little, uh, cleanup of why we're doing this on a Saturday. I, so Brad, as you know, I had a poker tournament yesterday. You know, this is what I do for a living. I'm a gambler. I mean, that's what I do. I pick sports betting games. I play some poker and, you know, with nothing to write home about. I, uh, I finished in the top, you know, uh, 20 people, but that's not what you go to a poker tournament. Everything is front loaded. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't get what I wanted. I profited, but I didn't get what I wanted. So, you know, this is the first, let's, it was a football Friday, but it was literally the first Friday without football. So we Correct. were able to reschedule it, but guess what? We dug down deep and we found some football for you, right? We found a huge bet that we'll talk about a little bit later, but a two 30 start over in, uh, Mobile, Alabama at Hancock-Whitney Stadium. I think that's where the South Alabama Jaguars play. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, people laugh and joke and think that this is just for a degenerate's paradise. Look, it's college football. It's the only football we're going to have in a two-week span from Championship Sunday to Super Bowl Sunday. And we found an edge there, all right? The American football team, we're going to go ahead and lay the two. Go ahead and take that play. If you're listening to the podcast at home, American football team minus the two against the national team. And that is in the 2021 Senior Bowl. It's actually sponsored by Reese's. I need a peanut butter cup right now, by the way. Uh, I love Reese's peanut butter cups. But this is the game that we told you about, Brad. Remember I told you on NFL Network and on ESPNU, you can watch the practices. It's an insight that you don't get any other time. Now, we've identified some edges. You know, I don't want to bore you to death, but the quarterback rotation on the American side is much better. In this game where you can't blitz and you have to play a certain scheme, and it really isn't anything where, like, again, I'm going to just use a Michael Vick, for example. I mean, obviously, he's a generational talent, but it's not the type of game for someone like that. It's more of something for a you know, a statue in the pocket, someone who, like a Tom Brady type deal, you know. So the quarterback rotation on the American, uh, we have, you know, we we got better quarterbacks on that side. You got Mac Jones, who's a little bit banged up. You got Jamie Newman, who actually opted out this season, who was a four-year starter at Wake and then went to Georgia, but actually never played there. And then on the outside, you got Kadarius Toney, who is – The number one prospect in all of the game. He is the top. I mean, there's top. Devontae Smith is there, but he's not playing. Najee's there, but he's not playing. But um, Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver out of Florida, is a stud. You got Amari Rogers, who's from Clemson, and uh, a, a sleeper, a kid Smith out of South Carolina. Look, put it this way. There's so many edges for the American team Uh, And if you go over to the national team, you got like Sam Ellinger. You know, he's more of a Tebow type, you know, pocket breakdown, move around. Those kind of things don't happen in this game. They also have Ian Book, who uh, he's, is he six feet tall, Brad?
0: I think he is just there. He just gets to it. It's crazy to think Hugh stew is the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history. He never lost a home game, Jim. That's, <laughs> That's crazy. crazy,
1: but, you know, in a situation like this, like Ian Book, i mean, not saying anything bad about Book or Ellinger, but the thing is, you know, when the pocket breaks down and they get out on the edge and they have the run pass option and, you know, a little oh, nimble, like the Russell Wilson types, you know, again, not saying anything bad about Russell Wilson, but these, it's not a game for those guys. There's no blitzes. There's no pressure. It's all about just taking the snap. Finding the open guy and get rid of it, and the other guy is Felipe Franks. And you know, I'm not sure what we think about Felipe Franks. You know, he was the Florida transfer, went to Arkansas. So I, I like my rotation on the American side, and also, lastly, I like my my matchups and the wide receivers. The last thing is, the national definitely has better running backs, but this is not a game for running backs. It's the same thing. It's like you know. There's not much running going on. If there is, you know, it's against a four-man front with with a couple of linebackers, no blitzing, you know, no goal line defense except for on the goal line. It's it's just a lot of different things. It's a little different bit of a handicap. Lastly, there's two Rudge Eshers. Uh, I think his name is Basher from Wake and Roche from Miami, Florida. They're unblockable. In a game like this, you need an unblockable edge guy because like I told you, you can't blitz. So right. that's enough Senior Bowl talk. American later, too. Go ahead and get on that. Let's have some fun. Let's make some money. AimSystems.live is where you can find me.
0: Love it. Love the action on the Senior Bowl. And despite the Mac Jones uh, getting banged up there, I heard his draft stock is rising, Jared. Yeah, it's it could definitely rising.
1: Little- and and the, the quotes that I read, and again, it's not like Mac Jones missing for Alabama. If he goes, great. If he doesn't go, so be it. He's got a little bit of an ankle injury. I saw Matt Rule talking to him about it. He said he will not go unless he's 100%. So if he plays, he's 100%. You can guarantee that. But Mac Jones had again, this is a game for him. You know, Alabama, he didn't get touched. He didn't have to scramble outside the pocket and he just had to find the right guy and this this is the type of game for him. I just I just like the edges there. But yeah, Mac Jones he's he's, he's moving up the dartboard, the draft board. He might be a top 14, which who would have thought that?
0: One last note, I heard Hunter Long, the tight end for Boston College is impressing this week. I've seen a little, yes, little bit too. That
1: That's- is true. Uh, you know, they, they were talking about him and there's another Hunter Long and and also the tight end, I think is McKitty from Georgia. They were talking about how he was in the absolute worst system for a tight end. And uh, he's been shown out in practice. So there's a lot of guys that have been turning some heads. More so on the American team, you know, and then again, it it is football. It is an all-star game. You know, turnovers will rue the day. So that's the only thing that I can see derailing this. If this is a straightforward, you know, offense, defense, no turnovers, no, you know, weird defensive scores or kick returns, punt returns. I I think the American wins easy.
0: Before we get to college basketball, Jerry, we got to talk about this bet that was placed Thursday night on the Super Bowl. I don't know
1: who released it. I don't know. I didn't give any permission for anyone to release this bet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, someone did not take the cues, but I mean, they plowed ahead anyhow with this one. Two point three million—a wager on the Bucks at plus three and a half. Jerry, uh, you know, basically, if Tampa does cover, uh, you know, the better would win. You know, a net of two million. I mean, yeah, well, the here,
1: here's here's the problem. When I walked into MGM with my suitcase, I was a couple of hundred thousand short. It was supposed to be two point six million. Now I'm just kidding. It's not my bet, guys. But how about that? Someone plucked down two point three million dollars. He must be a Brady fan,
0: Brad. Was that you? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe it was my alias, my alter ego. I cannot say, I cannot confirm or deny.
1: Yeah, that, that's it's funny when this stuff comes out uh, around Super Bowl time. You always get these people who don't make a single bet all year, and there's just pe- there's people out there that have a lot of money and they call that bleep you money where it just doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure the guy is trying to win this bet, but if he doesn't, he's going to be okay, Brad. So, for, for you following at home, $2.3 million bet at MGM Sports out there in Vegas 2.3 million that nets just over 2 million dollars I mean uh on the win so that ticket if it catches will be 2.3 plus about 2. Point, about 4.4 million dollars how about that Brad?
0: pretty crazy stuff and you're right uh, to be able to some people just kind of you know they're lurking in you know the weeds sort of say and then sometimes they come out right during Super Bowl week and just bam they put it out well, there well let right?
1: me tell you something power to this guy And sports betting needs these people. And just hear me out. There's guys like me who just don't lose, Brad. I mean, sportsbooks wouldn't be able to survive if they had to deal with just me. So we need people, the regular Joe that goes out there and throws $2 million because you know I like the Chiefs. So what does that do, Brad? What does that do? That brings the line down on the Chiefs and gives AIMSystems.Live better value on the Chiefs. So, again, we still have time to talk it's still over a week away but you know those are the types of things the ecosystem out there we need those people making those large bets on the other side you know just that's the way books survive they survive by the 11 to 10 and the uh you know the juice or the vig as they call it that's how sports books survive but enough of that we got some senior ball we got some football we got a nice big bet in there let's look at some basketball games and i'll let you pull me around the board and see what you think
0: Let's start with Florida at West Virginia today. I'm seeing that the Mountaineers are a four and a half point home favorite here. And, you know, it's Bob Huggins. It's West Virginia. They're 11 and four right now. Florida, though, is they're on the rise. I mean, they are nine and four. I think it's about time that this program has started to play a little bit better as to where they're at now in the SEC. It's been a while since the Billy Donovan days. Uh, is this something here where maybe Florida is, is four and a half, maybe too much in this game? Yeah, and this and little-
1: the thing is, I don't, I, you know, it's weird to see, I love to see this, but it's weird to see this matchup, this uh, cross conference matchup this late in the year. I mean, usually. You know, during the COVID stuff, they've been trying to just keep it to, like, league games and whatnot. But Florida-West Virginia is a great matchup. Florida, you know, you remember, I, I, again, I don't I don't want to get his name wrong, but the guy who had the heart problem and the uh, – Keontae, the guy who collapsed. Who oh, worked, yeah. You know, yep. I know his first name is Keontae. I don't know his last name. I don't want to screw it up. But they really set that team back. I mean, he – you know – just imagine seeing one of this, this is not, you know, this is not just watching TV or actors. These kids are all friends, man. They grew up together. You know, they're playing together. They got each other's back. Imagine your, your best buddy just collapsing on the court and being in the hospital for two weeks. So Florida really had some setbacks. They really weren't focused. Uh, And, and, and then, you know, you've seen that they, they have the talent to knock off a Florida state or an Indiana. And, you know, they, they could knock off West Virginia, but again, Huggins at home, four and a half. Like you said, what are they, 10 and four right now? Uh, I, I really believe West Virginia will take it today. Florida, don't sleep on them. Just because they lose this game, don't sleep on them. I think they have a deep tournament run in them. You know, they'll have they'll have a lot of stuff. They'll have, uh, you know, a lot of bodies back, a lot of experience and moving on from, you know, that scary episode earlier on in the season.
0: Yeah, it was Keontae Johnson who had- yeah, collapsed. I knew, I knew it was
1: Keontae. I didn't know his last name.
0: Yeah, team. thankfully, you know, he, it seems like he is doing better. Correct. Um, yep. uh, yeah, it's uh, very, very scary. Again, uh, it, it, things are moving so fast, we tend to kind of forget about some of these things that happened uh, in the- And
1: that will stick with the team. I think they're kind of, you uh, know, yeah. just seeing him running around and being with the team is, is enough to let them be more at ease and will definitely be good for them in the long run. Uh, I think they're walking into a hornet's nest today at West Virginia, but we'll see what happens.
0: Outside of that game, let's also go to,
1: this is, by the way, the SEC Big 12
0: Challenge is what they're calling
1: it here. And today. that's why it's it's great. That's what we need because, you know, when all the teams, especially in football, were like conference only, conference only, like we need this stuff.
0: There's no doubt about it. Couldn't agree more. Let's go to the U, Jerry. They're at Wake Forest today. You know, they are a two-point dog on the road at Wake Forest. Now, is this the fact that Miami's dealing with some injuries? Because it seems like to me, this would be more of a safe spot for them on the road today against the four and seven Wake Forest squad that's one and seven in conference play.
1: Well, they they let me down the other day. I mean, they got their doors blown off by Florida State. I thought they would hang in there. They really that's just couldn't do it. One of their best players, Chris, I, I don't know if it's likes or Lycus. I don't know how you say that, but He's only played 2 games this year. All right? He's one of their best players. He's been out with an ankle injury. He's out indefinitely. Uh 2 games out of 12, 13. Uh he's out and he's you know, he's a stat stuffer. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, everything across the board. Uh but they also have a couple other guys like Matt Cross left the team, Timberlake out with a shoulder injury, Rodney Miller out with a shoulder, injury. Sam Wardenberg out with a foot injury. I mean, they're just uh, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team. You just don't know these are one of these teams that you just can't bet on because you don't know each and every day what they're coming with. I, I don't think you're wrong. I think taking the two points would be the right side here, but it's not something we're going to play.
0: Let's go to a little bit later here today and let's take a look at Wisconsin at Penn State in the Big Ten. Penn State right now, five and seven. They're slipping a little bit. Wisconsin seems to be really on the rise right now at 13 and four. I'm seeing a four and a half point road favorite uh, for Wisconsin. Uh, That seems maybe a little low to me. What do you think?
1: Yeah, Wisconsin, um, you know, ever since that day, they got trashed by Michigan. that They lost by like 35 points or whatever. I don't know what the final was, but they were getting their doors blown off. Ever since then, they've kind of righted the ship. And Wisconsin is definitely the right side there. Uh, Like, you're right. It's cheap. You know, the home court advantage isn't as much as it has been in years past. Look for them to go ahead and take care of them rather easily in this game today. Now, Jerry, you're always giving me a game that's
0: off the radar that we're not really seeing clear on the surface. What maybe is your game today that you're looking at that's not Let's let's take
1: a look. Let's try to go with a later game because just in case people are listening to this a little bit after hours, let's find a late game. Let's go here, New Mexico State, game 765. That's a game that in case someone's listening to this late, they'll have time to get in on. Game 765, New Mexico State. Let me just line it up for you. They're playing at Grand Canyon. New Mexico State has only played three or four games this year. Uh, Not much tape on them out there. But Grand Canyon, who came out of nowhere, Dan Marley and those guys out there, came out of nowhere, get on the map, beating some teams left and right a couple years ago. But now they're they're more of a household name than they used to be. But New Mexico State is always the cream of the crop in that league. Let's take New Mexico to go on the road. You could take four right now. But let's go ahead and say they're going to win this game outright. New Mexico goes to Grand Canyon and wins. Do they play in the Grand Canyon, Brad? Do you know that? Do they play down at the bottom? I
0: wish they would. That would be pretty funny. I mean, they have to take a helicopter to get to the game back and forth if that was the case, right? Man. By the way, New Mexico State, have they had COVID issues? Is that why they've only played five games?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just been a whole bunch of like they couldn't practice early on. I remember, teams were moving from California, Arizona, New Mexico. There's there's just been a lot of stuff going on with them. They haven't played too many games, but look for them to have an ultra strong effort today and win at Grand Canyon. And Brad, thanks for having me. Thanks for adjusting your schedule for my poker tournament yesterday. I didn't bring home the big prize, but I did put some money in my pocket. Aimsystems.live is where you can find us. We're doing a football Friday without football on a Saturday. Make sense? All right, guys. Brad, take us out.
0: Good stuff, Jerry. Thank you, man. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the weekend here. We are back at it again on Monday, of course. Super Bowl week will officially be getting underway. We look forward to that and everything else that's going on in the world of sports. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and keep living the dream.